Hello, my name is Jacob Fenston. Welcome to this podcast, produced by the International Monetary Fund. Discovering huge oil deposits, or diamonds or copper, should be a boon. But often, countries rich in natural resources have lower growth rates than countries without them. In the last podcast, I described some of the causes behind this so-called natural resource curse, how mineral wealth can undermine manufacturing, make an economy more volatile, or even lead to corruption and armed conflict. In this podcast, I investigate what can be done to manage natural resources wisely and make sure these riches don't turn into a curse. One of the most important conditions is strong institutions, according to Harvard economist Jeffrey Frankel. These can help ensure resource wealth is properly managed. Leaders are human beings. Uh, they want to get reelected or whatever. So you want to set up institutions that are going to last a, a little longer, that will lead people to do the right thing uh, without assuming that necessarily that they're angels or they have all the information or perfect uh, intentions. Perfect intentions or not, strong institutions allow governments to resist the political temptations to spend money during boom times and rather to save it, spreading the wealth out over time. Saving also helps insulate the economy from price swings, and it reduces real currency appreciation, which can undermine growth by making a country's other exports too expensive. Roger Nord with the IMF points to the promising example of Ghana. The country is rich in gold, diamonds, and other minerals, and in 2007 discovered large oil reserves as well. Ghana passed very recently a new revenue management bill, and under this bill, a minimum of one-third of their oil revenue will be saved, will be saved in a fund to smooth consumption uh, over time and extend the benefits to the period when, when oil will run out. The international community can also encourage resource-rich countries to manage their wealth wisely by validating and endorsing strong management programs like Ghana's. The country is part of the Extractive Industries Transparency Initiative, it's one of 35 resource-rich countries which have signed up to a set of guidelines aimed at tracking the wealth coming in from their natural resources and ensuring that governments get their due. It makes it transparent what the revenues are that the government receives, but it also makes it transparent what the revenues are that the international companies pay. And by putting those side by side, it provides a, a clear picture uh, of whether a, a country receives uh, revenue for its natural resources on the one hand, and on the other hand, how it is using those. Once governments start receiving revenues from a newly discovered natural resource, too often spending fluctuates depending on the price of that resource and resulting revenues. That is, if they even manage to collect the tax which is due to them. International institutions can help for example, by providing technical assistance, as the International Monetary Fund does. Earlier this year, the IMF launched a $25 million topical trust fund on managing natural resource wealth. IMF economist Philip Daniel says proper tax systems can be a considerable boon to countries with natural resources. But currently, many countries have tax systems and tax treaties, which are often relics that predate the discovery of resource wealth. 
let me give the example of uh, the Commonwealth countries in, in Africa. They, uh, at independence and soon after, uh, inherited treaties from the UK, so that, for example, Malawi's treaty with the Netherlands is an inherited treaty between the UK and Netherlands simply adopted by Malawi. Of course, when natural resource wealth is managed wisely, it can greatly benefit a country. In Chile, for example, savings from the country's copper wealth helped insulate it from the recent global financial crisis. Harvard economist Jeffrey Frankel suggests the word curse is perhaps the wrong metaphor. It's important to realize that despite the word curse, it doesn't mean that any country that has natural resources is doomed to failure. And I mean, after all, if you thought that, that would lead to the conclusion that you should just destroy the resources, which is kind of nonsensical. Natural resources aren't a passport to great wealth, but neither do they have to be a guarantee of failure. With good institutions and careful management, natural resource earnings can finance economic growth, sustainable development, and help reduce poverty in some of the poorest countries in the world. To hear more podcasts, you can find us online at www.imf.org slash podcasts.